Coming to you live from Parkview Studios, The Garage, this is The Brothers Catch Up, a weekly podcast where two brothers come together to catch up. I'm Sal Biazzi with you, as always, what did I say? I'm Sal Biazzi with, with me, me, as always, always, is my brother Frankie. I feel like I messed the intro up. <laughs> <laughs> you think? You think you messed that one up? Uh, I don't think I did that so good. <laughs> also having a stroke. Um... These people... Oh, God. These, We're right into it. These disgusting, goddamned liberals. No. Not just liberals. But just like... I hate living. I'll leave it there. What are your thoughts? On living? These goddamn liberals and then just living in a world that has been crafted to cater to them. (laughs) It's a lot. I don't think we're living in a world that's catered to them. I think we are living in a world controlled by them. So. Orchestrated. You know, I say it all the time. I, I... for the longest time, I used to call you, like, a hipster. Yeah. But I consider myself, like, a political hipster. Okay. Like, and you're probably more of a political hipster than I am, but back in 08, <laughs> or no, not 08, I'm back sorry. Back in the day. I, I couldn't vote in 08. In 2012, I could vote. Yeah. So, like, that was, like, the first year where, like, I could vote, I was getting into it, and I was just arguing with anybody I could on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. And I was so like, Obama, woo! <laughs> and I just shitting on all these Romney supporters. These idiots. Was it Romney in 2012 or was it? Yeah, Mc- no. That, was it Romney in 2012 and McCain in 2008? Had to be, right? Remember. Had to be. Regardless. <laughs> We're the hell of this. Regardless. And you know what? Everyone I knew, like per- in my personal lot- life, was not a liberal. They were not on the Obama train. It, yeah. it, was, it was like people didn't like. Yeah, why it. are all these people all of a sudden? Where are all, all these people? people? Where'd they come from? You're right. Everyone, no one was a liberal back then. No one was a liberal. <laughs> I was Sal. I have this. I probably said all on, these. I've probably said this on the podcast before, but I don't care because it sticks in my brain so vividly that I was in history class and they put on the board a, like what democracy is, what socialism is, and like what something else is and I was like in the class and I was like that socialism shit looks awesome I'm, I'm into that I'm and I was liberal. and I was the outcast no one else everyone else was like this guy's this fucking guy's an idiot and now um, all everyone else who was in that class with me that day you could probably find them posted on social George media right Floyd. now we got him <laughs> these trans rights how did that happen god subvers- propaganda is a bitch it's crazy you just gotta know you just gotta try see listen here's what people don't do they don't trust themselves. You're wait. Huh. You're off the Trump train, and did you firmly say like well, you're DeSantis train? No, 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 no. Come on. Are you not paying attention? I can't to... remember what we where we left off. Of I'm that. off the Trump train, but I'm not on any train. I'm I am not train. voting. I don't care who wins. I don't care about the election. I don't care about campaigns. Now, I do care about the future of America. I'm um, so I'm so fascinated on the. I think. I'm a little worried now, because yeah. I saw a tweet today about polling sure. and where things are kind of standing, and I am worried, for DeSantis' sake, running against Trump... He's not going to do it. ...is going to... It, like, it can ruin the future of, like... He has such a bright future. That's what I'm... That's why I brought it up. I'm glad you're saying Why this. would you... Why would you go against Trump, to let have Trump destroy, destroy you. you, and now, in four years when you can run... You're gonna have all that baggage. With Why Trump would you right? want that? Yeah, yeah. Why would you want that? Don't he's he's smart enough to know. let Trump take it. I tend to believe I'm very fascinated by what's going on on the Republican side of things with Trump and DeSantis, and now that Trump's going to be indicted by the Democrats, and like it's going to open up a floodgate. Like now there's a grand jury in D.C. and a grand jury in like all these places are going to start trying to indict Trump. It's all a show. And it's so ridiculous. This is where I started the show with like oh the liberals. 
It's so ridiculous because I have to sit here and listen to these people say things like, now we're holding people in power accountable. Like, nothing makes me want to strangle another human being. You've never held someone in power accountable ever. Leave the eyes of my fellow man more than hearing them tell me that because Donald Trump was prosecuted in Manhattan, for whatever reason, that that means now powerful people are being held accountable. What? Powerful people have never been held held accountable. Never will. Especially if you let them... Hold Trump accountable for nothing. <laughs> now, okay, maybe Trump deserves it. I don't. I, I'm not going to weigh in on whether or not he's guilty or innocent. He has the right to be presumed innocent. All I'm saying is, we've been doing this for how long? We know what these people have done. It's ridiculous that I have to listen to you people who hate Trump so much. Every step of the way, you've tried to do everything in your power to hide the crimes of your preferred politicians and fucking sociopathic rulers in this godforsaken land that we call America. Only for us to vote in Donald Trump as a sheer meme to embarrass you. And then you spend all of your efforts, like you were already destroying America. We highlighted how you were destroying America, and then you spent all of your efforts in in this shit. The liberals are the parents, and we're, we're the petulant children <laughs> that put Trump in office. And they're like, you must now be punished for what you did. Yeah, you have to watch Trump get arrested. And, like, they think, I don't know, there is obviously a a large section of people that, that do care that Trump is indicted, and they don't want it, and, like, I don't care. Like, I don't... I care in the sense of, like, I would prefer them to not do it, because it's embarrassing to everyone, and it's really just a spit... It's like, I care because it's direct... It feels like a direct insult to me. I take it personally. Well, I... See, I don't. I just look at it and, like, I don't care, but I think it just, I think what it does, it just goes to show how, oh, just thought of something. Yeah. Just remind me after. Um, it just goes to show how, like, little control and justice exists in the world. Right. Um, but I am fascinated what's going on on the Republican side, because while Trump's enduring all this stuff. He's kicking ass in the Republican Well, that's, that's kind of the problem, right? And like, I've been saying for months now, I don't know if DeSantis is going to run against Trump, specifically for this reason. Like, he's not going to come close in the primary. And if you can't win the primary, if you're DeSantis, you're positioned really well. Trump yes. supporters like you, the establishment has thrown all their bags behind you because they just assume you're corrupt like them. They're so hopeful. If I'm DeSantis, a really good governor in a state that's, like, changing to be more and more in my favor every single day, I'm just going to bide my time and then run as the heir apparent to Trump, whether he wins or loses. Yes. Like, if Trump loses, I could say, oh, it's all corrupt. I'm going to go out there and be the... Take and up if the he wins, you get to and replace wins, him. Yeah, oh my yeah. god, I am Trump's best friend. I just think what's weird is... Let Nikki Haley get her head beat in by Trump. Trump... See, this is weird. The The harder they go after Trump, the more power it gives Trump, right? Like, he... Our biggest complaint is that when he was in office, he didn't do the things that we thought he should do or could do. Maybe he didn't have the ability to. Well, now they're doing it. But the more they push him towards, like, you're going to go to jail... They're going. That's going to put Trump in a position to just kind of go all out, and you know, yeah. when his when they put his back against the wall, which I don't think we've seen. I don't think we've ever seen Trump's back against the wall. Have you been hearing his political ads or his speeches mm. at all? No. He's running to the left of DeSantis. He's criticizing DeSantis for voting to end Social Security. He's criticizing DeSantis for being uh, divisive in terms of like. Uh, Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security issues. Like he's he's been he's transcending what we've been saying because he's smart. Time. Because he's going after because, the progressives. Because here's what's going to happen. Stupid. Here's what's going to happen. Because the Democrats have moved so far away from that platform of just like the things that they you think that the left stands for, which maybe they still do, but they don't talk about it. What they talk about is like all the social issues, which no one really cares about. When it comes time to go vote. No one is voting based on social issues. Not a single person. And if you are, you're an idiot and you shouldn't be in this country anyway. So what's going to happen is they're going to do what they they're going to do what they always do. They're going to prop up a guy that they think that is easy to beat. 
And then inevitably, Trump's going to get up there, and he's going to have all these new talking points. And when he's when he's up on stage, and it's in the national spotlight. Right now, he's not in the national spotlight. Right now, you can still put, all, oh, he's indicted here. He's the grand jury's this. He's not real. Him and DeSantis this. Until he gets that primary win. Hi, baby. There's Quinn Poopy. I have to clean it up, don't I? Oh, you're right. Daddy has to clean the Quinn Poopy so you can go outside. Here, why don't we pause it and I'll do that fast. And we're back. You know, you probably wouldn't have known we were gone. That was a weird, like, noise I just made. I don't know if you caught that. Uh, dude. So, I bought a next-gen gaming console. I have a library of a few next-gen video games. And I am on level... I've gotten my character in Skyrim up to level 50. What about Harry Potter? Skyrim came out in 2011. What about Harry it's Potter? It's the best game ever made. I can't the, play anything the else. The game you bought the console for. Harry Potter's great. It's good. I like it a lot. But, like, if I only have... Here's Did you thing. finish it? No. Are you even close? I don't know. I don't think so. I think there's a lot more for me to do in that game. But here's the thing. When was the last time you played that game? It's been weeks now. Yeah. But I'm playing a lot of Skyrim. Here's the thing. If I only have a... It's a good point. It's a good thing you moved around all your finances just so you could get this console. (laughs) To to just play a game you could have been playing on a... Not like this. On an Xbox 360. This is so much better. The graphics are way prettier on the Xbox Series X. The same game. That you've played on more content I've never even had before because like things have come out in the time. What are you doing? Stop kicking that. I'm trying to get the handle to flip back down. (laughs) Um, I gotta say, like, if I because I'm I only have so many hours a day to play video games now. Like I can't just binge game like I used to. You gotta know you're gonna have a good time. I gotta play some. I really like. Why not? Why not play the best game? so funny as you're playing the same game that you've always i think it's okay so there's the thing about music they say the music you listen to in high school is the music you're going <laughs> to listen to forever. forever yeah and it's true the game that you first may not you first fall in love with but there's clearly a game that means more to you than others like and i think it's one of the reasons why i'm not a video game person is because the game that i fell in love with created such a feeling in me that has never been recaptured by any other game. It's like, I don't... Well, now Starfield is going to be coming out. That's the new Bethesda game. No, I am going to get it. It's their sp- it's like Skyrim in and space. Fallout 4 in space. And I'm wondering, like, am I going to feel like... I love Bethesda games. Fallout 3, Fallout 4, uh, Skyrim. Like, uh, And I, I love them. But... I don't know if I'm going to feel the same way. When this, Is this going to feel like the next-gen Skyrim for me? Will it take the next 10 years of my life and I'll spend time mastering it and playing it over and over again? Or will I just want to go back to Skyrim? We're just going to go back to Skyrim. Now, this I think I said in the last podcast, I, I said, like, this is the long... This was the longest stretch I played... Like, I haven't played Skyrim. So, it was, like, three years since the last time I played Skyrim. And now that I've been playing for a few weeks and I'm like back into it and it's all, some of it's still kind of, like I'm, the first 10 minutes of playing Skyrim, I was in a place that I don't think I'd ever done before. Like that's the beauty of this game. And now that I've been playing for a while and I'm doing things that I know, I, I know I've done before plus a mix, it's only confirmed to me that like, and I know I said it last week too, best work of art in human history, dude, so good. How do you make something so that is so many? That's like what you love about music is when you can listen to it and find something new every time. But in the video game sense, it's like not just you find something new in literal new things, but then like getting new enjoyment out of things you've done over and over again. Listen, you like what you like. How's your Pokemon? Are you still playing a lot of Pokemon, or is that I haven't played Pokemon? It's back. That's just Skyrim. That's crazy. Because even when you were. 
starting Harry Potter, you were not giving up Pokemon. Yeah, I was doing back and forth. And all it took was Skyrim for it to be like, <laughs> nope, this is all that matters. Well, see, the new Pokemon DLC comes out in a few... I think it comes out in May. It's so, like, in May, in, when the new Pokemon comes out, I'll probably be playing Pokemon again, because I'll be capturing new things and doing the DLC stuff. I don't know how long that... I just was tired of trying to build new teams because, like, I had Skyrim to play, you know? Is the newest Call of Duty on your Game Pass? I think it might be. Because I'm going to sell my console. Yeah. My old one. and I'm, But I'm not getting something to replace it. Like, I'm just going no console. I don't, I don't ever care. I don't play anything. But it would be nice if you had it on yours and, like, when I'm here, you just play, like, a little Call of Duty for, like, an hour. Yeah. Download it. <sighs> um, we keep amending this like for like the past like three podcasts now. Okay, but we're talking about like greatest songs ever written, right? Yeah, I have an- another one. All right, "Runaway" by Aurora. <laughs> Ooh, she's a little runaway. No, oh, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Not that song. Oh. It's this little, like, blonde Swedish girl. She's, like, 15. I don't think I know this song. Oh, God. It's the best song ever written. It's so good. It's not, she's a little runaway from no. the 80s. No. I would put that song on the best list, best songs of all time. No, come on. I don't think you do that. She's a little runaway. What's your song sound like? I mean, I can't sing it. It's an impossible... It's not Runaway by Sage Francis. No, it's also not Runaway by Kanye. time to rethink Kanye. every fact that is imaginable. Survival it's instinct, runaway. and a fast past that is inhabitable. Happen to pull fast ones over the slope road, road board like this thing to defang. Oh my god, dude. Did you know Brother Ali has a podcast? No. Is it about, it's 90, called the, is it about rap? Pretty much. It's called The Traveler's Podcast. And he's had on, like... The co-founder of Rhyme Sayers, and, like, it's just a podcast detailing, like, the history of Rhyme Sayers and how it came to be. Um, he had cool. He had Sage on, and they do, like, a whole... My only problem is, like, I just don't think Brother Ali is genuine. <laughs> like, his whole, like, peace, love, asalaka, asalaka. That's who he is. Like, I just, I don't know. You don't buy it. I don't buy it. It's who he is. He's always been mm, like that, I guess. I don't buy it. But he had Sage on, and... He had Atmosphere on. It's cool. It's a really cool podcast. I haven't really listened to a full episode, but I liked, I was, like, scrubbing through, and, like, it's pretty cool. I wanted him to have Aesop on. Yeah. But he didn't. Aesop's too busy writing more music. You know, the guy doesn't stop. So I can't be on, on a podcast. I have music to write. I wish I did. See, like, I've had a lot of passions in life and, like, hobbies and stuff. But I've never had something I've committed to the way I've committed to, like, Skyrim. I wish I could monetize it. Could You probably could. If anyone wanted to just watch me play Skyrim 24 hours a day, let me know in the chat. How much would a stream setup be? <laughs> I would get. I would become 600 pounds if I could lie. I've seen people who have, like, 12-hour video game live streams. If, like, I could finance my life that way... I would never leave my couch. <laughs> I'm working, babe. Yeah, daddy, I, daddy, please come out. I think I'm going to put in an extra long shift today. No, I can't. Probably going to have to work straight through to tomorrow. Uh, Boss is calling. The problem is, then I would ma- then I would play Skyrim to the point where I'd have to play other things, because like, I've only played People Skyrim. would be bored. They're like, can you stop playing Skyrim? But that was one of the things I liked about Harry Potter is that, like, I like when the game has a challenging, like, I like when the game is kicking my ass, but then when I get it and I beat it, like, I like that sense of accomplishment, which is why I should probably play like, those Elden, Elden Rings games, because that's, like, what those whole thing, those games are all about, is, like, dying a million times and then finally figuring out how to win. What was that game you were talking about that you got... But I guess you didn't play it much. Cyberpunk? No. Oh. It was like the fighting... It's like kind of like Dynasty Warriors. Oh, Wolong. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's how's that that. As well, I, I actually got pretty deep into like watching videos on that. That so game that looked game, insane. It's really fun. Looks I impossible. Didn't play it just because uh, I played it for like maybe two hours or three hours. So you didn't even get to the end of the tutorial where you have to fight the. I got to Lubu. Did you beat him? I didn't. You did? No, I did not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I got to that point and I was like, "This was fun." But you know what? It it was almost too dynasty. I wanted it made me want to play Dynasty Warriors. Like, like I'd rather <laughs> just play Dynasty Warriors. I'm like this, yeah, that's what it was. It was like this game isn't good. Like I get wh- I get why if you like the Dark Souls style games and then like this is a new entry into the Dark Souls. You're and, doing like, it. Oh, I don't it's know. Any, different I don't you've... play Koei Tecmo games. So like, but if you've played just Dynasty Warriors, you'd just be like, "Well, I just want Dynasty Warriors." <laughs> yeah, I kind it kind of just made me feel like I was playing Dynasty Warriors, but like one v one. That's not what you want. Yeah, no. I won't. The point of Dynasty Warriors is you want to massacre thousands. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a little too, a little too linear for me. Um, but that's some video game stuff. And then we talked about social stuff. We got interrupted by baby. We talked about sports in the past. In the future? It's been the future. That's pretty much like the things we talk about. Every week, right? Yeah. Um, did we talk about Mike McDaniel at any point last time? Oh, we did not. I hope we won a Super Bowl. <laughs> I hope. Well, yes, obviously. Did you see Tyreek Hill's Cleveland Brown comments? No. He said on a podcast in Cleveland, he's like, why didn't your team want me? Like, I was trying to go to Cleveland. And people, like, got upset. Because Dolphin fans are the most sensitive. We're the worst fan base. I say it all the time. Who cares about where he wanted to go? He ended up in <laughs> as a Dolphin. I know. But Dolphins fans are, like, all butthurt. Also, like, I mean, to be fair, though, where the fuck did he want to go to Cleveland? <laughs> I don't know. He wanted to play he's with Deshaun? just saying that, dude. So well, I had Cleveland the list of the Jets, Dolphins. And- there's the interview he does with Shannon Sharp. Where Tyreek talks about like why he left Kansas City, and like Kansas City fans are like, none of the things he said in that are true. Like, <laughs> they're like, yeah, it was just he literally said I wasn't getting the ball enough in Kansas City, and like they're like, you led the team in receptions. What are you talking about? He like, needs you, more, man. Like, I don't, so it goes weird. I don't. Know. But I hope McDaniel gets enough time to get. A Super Bowl. But at the same time, if you're not getting it in the next two years, you're out. It's probably, like, probably. I don't think so. I think if he's... I if, hope not. If he's in the playoff, he's he's got to make a playoff. You got to knock You got to knock on the door. You got to get to, like, an AFC Championship game. You know, I'm not even saying you have to win the AFC Championship, but, like, get, a to, get to an AFC Championship game. That is your goal. Win a a solitary playoff game, and you'll probably never get fired. If he wins... It's out? Yep. Can I guess it? Sure. This is Talking Yanks. Guess the lineup. Hold on, wait. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Because I just had it on the... The Yes app sent me the notification of it, and then I could see it in my drop-down, but then when I clicked it, it took me to a page that's unrelated, so I'm going to just pull it up on the Reddit. Come on. I'm guessing a DJ LeMahieu leadoff. All right. I'm going to say he's playing third. Yes. Okay. Judge batting second. I'm going to say he's DHing. No. All right, he's playing center. Yes. It's so crazy that he's our center fielder. Like, he's just our center fielder. He should be. He's the best one we got. Uh, so Rizzo playing first, batting third. Oh, I'm getting a phone call. Yes, playing first, batting third. Stanton, yep, batting fourth. He's probably playing right. Nope, he's DHing. Yes. Oh wow. Okay. So now, so now fifth. I'm assuming so Donaldson's not in this lineup. No. So this must be. I'd say you're probably giving that fifth spot to Glaber. Yep. Glaber's playing second base. He's batting this, fifth. This is gonna throw you. They like do something. Was like Volpe batting sixth. They like no. moved him. Okay. All right. Uh. Your right fielder is batting six, but I don't think you're going to get who's playing right field. Is it or IKF? left field. You're probably not going to get either. Is it IKF? No. 
Is it Hicks? Is Hicks playing? Hicks is playing, but he's not the he's, right fielder, and he's not batting sixth. So Hicks is batting seventh, playing left. Yeah. So is Waldo's? Is Waldo's not playing? So that means Trevino's catching, or is it Trevino's catching? But he's batting. And eight. then we know Volpe's nine short. Yeah. So who's playing right field, batting sixth? Who's on the roster? Who could this mystery player be? Wait, hold on. It's not IKF. Oswaldo's getting the day. Donaldson's on the bench. Mm-hmm. Franchi Cordero! <laughs> Let's <right> go! <laughs> That's four strikeouts. I feel bad for Cabrera, cause like, I, but he needed a day. He's looked a little weird at the plate. Yeah, two hits yesterday, right? Yes. But he also had two strikeouts, and he struck out like eight times in the first two games. So. Yeah. That whole first series was weird, though. We got a lot of strikeouts against the Giants. A lot of strikeouts, a lot of hits. It's a weird series. I'll take the hits, though. It's a weird series. So that's a weird lineup, but, I mean, I'll take it. And I like that you're giving Donaldson Day off. That I saw coming. I figured DJ'd be this playing This is probably the weakest. Because I the, think this is going to be a rotation. The weakest of the bottom of the orders we've had so like, far. Tomorrow, because like, I bet I could tell you the lineup for tomorrow. Tomorrow's lineup will have Glaber DHing. With DJ playing second. Then the next day, DJ will DH. Glaber will play second. And, like, DJ will have, like, the day off. Or maybe, like, now, like, second week, give Rizzo a day. So, like, DJ will be late. Like, you're just going to, like, continually shift DJ. Yes. But the only way that works is if Stanton is continually playing the the outfield. No, well, you got him a DH day today. Today. Today you're getting him a DH day. And you got Hicks in to shut him up. I told you he was going to play today. Do you think he gets a hit? No. I get he, think probably he goes a walk. over? I get he goes over three with a walk. I think he is one for three with a walk and a double. Actually, he'll probably... He'll probably strike out five times. I mean, that'd be sick. That'll probably be it. And then he'll probably get cut in the next two weeks. <laughs> and then we'll all be happy. How does, like, anyone on that team, like, talk to him? They like him. I don't. He must be good. He's good at golf. He's going to join the Live Tour after this. He should. The Live Tour should just sign, like, other athletes. Like who Steph are, Curry. Like, yeah. yeah, like, dude, join our Live Tour. Like, you, play, you can play whenever you want. You can continue to be in the NBA. Right, what All else? Right. That's it. All right. Good night, everyone. See you next week.
right. I feel like one of my best my best traits as a person and probably a podcast host is my ability to admit when I'm wrong. Oh god. I feel like this I'm very like, I swear to god, this has been the last seven episodes. That really has been, hasn't it? You've been like, I, I just want to pat myself on the I've back. I've got an apology. Week. Just want to let you know that I can acknowledge I'm wrong. And I'm wrong a lot. And I have another thing I was wrong about. Uh, baseball was right. You know, the pitch clock didn't ruin everything. I know I made a big deal about the pitch clock. And it's been fine. I, w- I do want to say that everyone needs to pump the brakes saying that baseball's been reinvented here. So this is the thing. So I'm, It's too quick. I'm on the fence. Add I actually, half I don't even think it's too quick because the 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 Saturday game, the Saturday Yankee game. What is this beeping noise that we're doing? Is it truck reversing? <laughs> what do we live in? A the, the Saturday day game. Yes. The ninth inning, the Yankees are mounting a rally to come back. I that's those are the situations I was worried about the pitch clock. Like, I don't want these pitchers to be. Speeding through these situations. These situations should naturally slow the game down. And that's an okay thing. That's part of the game. And I felt that the pacing, even during that moment, was fine. Now, the pitcher for the Giants had two pitch clock violations in that ninth inning. The benefit of the Yankees. But, like, I don't think that's going to happen in the future. And it really, it just didn't feel as, it doesn't feel as fast as I thought it was going to feel. It feels pretty normal. But to the other point is the people who are like, this, oh, baseball. <laughs> I saw tweets from people who haven't watched baseball in years going, this is the best change any sport has ever made ever. I'm back in on baseball. What are you talking what about? Were you, what were you watching? The shift change and the bases being bigger have been bigger, like more impactful. I'm a little worried about the base stuff, though. I, I think there might be too many stolen bases. I kind of like it. We, I, I kind of like that every time someone's on first base, they're on second. Like, I don't. That's kind of cool. I think if you keep the pitch clock and like even guys keep who the don't bigger steal bases, are stealing bases, keep the bigger bases, but like allow pitchers to throw over. That's the pickoff. I but I that's said the that, one. Listen, when they announced these dumbass rules, and my got all everyone's like, oh. These people are babies because they get upset when baseball changes its rules. Because baseball never needed these rule changes. My fear was that you were going to be dumbasses about it and put a big clock in my face that counts down every ten seconds. Everyone's like five, four, three. Like that's so late. Well, have you seen that? It kind of is. Have you seen like the clips of like? But that's it's kind of okay. Was it the was it the A's game where the whole stadium started chanting? (laughs) It's kind of it's kind of sick though. Like if think about like if your team's coming back and there's like eight seconds left on the clock and the crowd just starts going three, two, and the pitcher freaks out. It's like there are elements that I think I'm okay with. Like I'm more okay with it than I thought I would be. But the way it's being talked about is really annoying. And then the the shift being banned. You know, I great. wasn't a proponent of it because I thought I was. Baseball should adapt. That was like my, my big one that I like. But I thought there were ways to do it correctly, and they're, they've done it fine. It's good, and it has it has increased the number of base hits up the middle, which I so like. So what I've already noticed about the shift change, and it, it, I didn't care about the hits. I don't give a shit about the hits. It's, I care about gems the plays. The, yeah. you, the, the defensive positioning, it got so advanced <laughs> Every ball was hit directly to a, a position player. player. Who? The, how is that fun? I wonder if, if Gary Sanchez is mad that this is the year people gave the, up on him. Like, like, what what are you talking about? about? They can't stand. The right, third right base line is open again. They can't stand literally three guys on the one side of the infield where I hit all my balls. Um, and then this base being bigger has impacted things too. Like I think that there have been a few plays already where I think if the base was normal size, he's probably out. He's safe. Altogether, baseball's been great. I, I do think that they shouldn't it's be got trying a ton to of get... Buzz. They shouldn't be trying to get these games... Like, I feel like they're trying to get them at the two-hour mark. I feel like they should be really striving for the two-and-a-half-hour mark. You should be striving for two-and-a-half. So I would add, again, like the, three to five seconds. The Twins... The Twins-Mariners game, I think that's who it was. Twins-Mariners was two minutes and three seconds, and so far that's, like, the fastest one. Who's that for? Yeah. <laughs> who wants the two-hour game? No one. Also, like, there, no that been, went to the game, there have been games in the previous years where you've gotten, like, quick games that are, like, 2 The game two we went ten. to where J.P. Sears pitched, that game was over in, like, an hour Yeah, and like, if you just have a guy who's, like, pitching well and a team that's swinging early, like, you get quick games. Now, I did see, 
average length of game through the like opening weekend from like 2009 all the way through to today and it's like it was never under 3 in this year it's so far at 244 that's crazy is that too much like are we cha- like i like it i don't have an issue with it if the more... length of game is around 244 you're good i see a lot of people who are arguing against the pitch clock about like when you go to the stadium, you can't get up and get stuff, and I I get that, but I actually like the shorter game for that reason. Like if I'm going to a game, I'd rather it be shorter. If I'm at home, I want it to be longer. I'm not doing anything. I just want to sit and watch a game. But if I'm at the stadium, I'm going into like the Bronx. I don't mind a two hour game that it's like. Nah, it's sometimes I, I want. If I go to one, if I go to a day game on a Saturday, six hours. I can get out and go to Manhattan. I could chill in the city nah. for the rest of the day. That's cool. I want to be in the stadium eating dogs. Watch Don't worry, watch bad cotton candy. That's actually what they should do. If you're gonna, if you're gonna shorten these games up, oh, all these stadiums should open their gates earlier. No, because not everywhere is Yankee Stadium, and you should be able to t- watch. Who wants to practice. walk around the Coliseum for four hours before the game? Starts? Well, no one's going to those games anyway. <laughs> oh, mom, mom's calling. Oh, sweet. Hold on, timeout. In the system that has to delete like a comma. Like, oh shit! What's this doing in there? No, I'm angry again. <laughs> um, I wanted to bring this up yesterday. Are we recording again? Yeah. Uh, this for the end? Yeah, yeah, this is the post. The Saturday game. Yeah. Yankees are down. Volpe gets the single. And then DJ walks. Mm-hmm. So it's first and second. Yes. One out, two out. One out. I think one out. One out. Because Hicks struck out looking because he wanted to walk. No, there's no outs. No, I think there's one out. This is before Giancarlo hits the double play? Yeah, yeah. There's no outs. I think there's one out. No, Hicks' strikeout was the first out. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So there's one out. After Hicks strikes out. Yeah. There's one out. Correct. That's how outs work. There were zero outs. Hicks starts. Yeah. He strikes out. I thought you were saying there was one out, then Hicks strikes out. No, 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 no. Hicks strikes out. Now there's one. That's right. Judge hits that single through the left side. He should end the game. He should have tied it up there. Volpe's on second base. Yes. So the ball's in front of him. The left fielder is in pretty shallow left. He's holding the ball as Volpe's touching third <laughs> base. He didn't even have a play at home. Yeah, Volpe's fast. Is he that fast? He's really quick. He doesn't look like he's that fast. Like, he doesn't look like a speed demon. At the time, I was mad at Judge for not tying the game because I knew that Giancarlo Stanton no. was going to hit into a double play. I want more of that from Judge this year. Just like, I'm well, going to keep... now he's determined to just be the greatest baseball player wherever he lives, so... He's... He probably hears the talk about Trout and Otani out in that loser franchise. He's like... It makes him so pissed. What number <laughs> does he have to get to ahead of his pace of last year for us to start talking about, like... If he has 10 by like, the so end of far, April, like, I'm, So far, I'm he's ahead of pace. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's way ahead of what he, he was, was at last year. He was slump at the beginning of last year. He didn't hit his first last year until, like, April 15th or something. Yeah, dude, if, if he has 10 at, like, the end of <laughs> April, I'm like, he's hitting 90. He might do something unreal. Like, who knows? He's in there. Dude, and I think the balls are juiced again. And it looks like him and Giancarlo have, like, a little, like, thing going. Yeah, Stan like, looks not good. But when he hits the ball, they're just bombs. But so that's, that's how fine. He was last when year. he was at his best as a Marlin when he had his MVP it's just, season. When he hits the ball, they're home runs. Yeah, he batted like two seventy eight or something. But like, Maybe even it's lower. A, it's a weird. It's he hits a weird high average. Like it looks like he doesn't know how to hit, but then he makes contact and the ball just bounces off the wall. That ball yesterday was four eighty five. Hit it on top of the batter's eye in center. On left center. It's crazy. I was watching a video about Babe Ruth and about like Babe Ruth teaching you how to like hit the ball. And he essentially his whole philosophy at the time was we should be trying to swing really hard. <laughs> Cause like back then I guess. They were just they, trying to slap <laughs> at the ball. And Babe Ruth was like fucking just put idiots. the bat on the ball and Bruce and Babe Ruth was like, Yeah, you could just put the bat on the ball, but also you could slap the shit out of it. He's like, if you swing really hard, the ball goes far. Yeah. 
It's like, I feel like that's Giancarlo Stanton for the modern day. He's like, no, you should just be trying to blow the baseball up with your explosive motion. If I was Stanton, I would just swing. I wouldn't even swing at the ball. I would just train my swing to only travel in one specific path at all times. And if the ball happens to be on that path... I think that's what he tries to do. He just doesn't know how to identify where that path is. Because like, sometimes he swings at the ball that's rolling to him. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, yeah, why are you swinging at that pitch that's over there? It looked like it was right in my wheelhouse. Um, I don't want to get too excited about the season yet, because obviously it's young, but the team looks fun and good, which they I'm look happy good. with. The lineup is much deeper now that you have Cabrera and Volpe as everyday players. I think Volpe needs to be leading off if you're going to sit DJ. Is DJ hurt? I don't think so. Is he? Uh, well, he was DH, and then I he thought was thought he was supposed to be healthy this year. It was literally, they played a game where I DJ mean, started. I haven't liked what I've seen out of DJ in spring yeah. and now in the season. So the ge- It started, the season started. He uh, played you know, second. He, you know I think he's a Vax injured guy. We've he had this conversation. played second. He played he second, DH'd. then he, it was an off day. Then he DH'd. Then he DH'd, and then he was then off. Then he was off, yeah. So, like, my, but that I think, tells me he's hurt. But I think it's just... Hey, he's no, I think it's just going to be like he's the because of the money that they have in on Donaldson. I think he's just the guy who gets the more bench days. I just like, think it's a I lot of bench days for I a bet, guy like DJ. I bet tonight's lineup doesn't have Donaldson in it. It's or, either be Donaldson or like Donaldson, or Donaldson will be DH and DJ will be third. I guarantee or you, DJ's playing third DH. tonight. Donaldson will be sitting. I bet my life DJ's playing third tonight. Although. The three games in, like, well, maybe not yesterday. Yesterday's you could have Donaldson well, The first two games, the lineup was almost exact. DJ at third. Mm-hmm. Uh, IKF in center. Stanton playing. I think, Hicks, I think Hicks will play because he had comments yesterday. No, he's only playing when there's lefties. Taiwan Walker, is he a lefty or righty? I don't know. I think he's a righty. I do too. Sorry, X. <laughs> Why would he only play against lefties? Rod Doesn't Klein. he have better splits as a lefty? I don't think so. I think he's awful all the time. Do you see his comments? Yeah, he's like, I don't know what my role is. Yeah, your role is to this not go to the media and cry, you dumb <laughs> idiot. to not suck and then not be a bitch. I saw it on Twitter yesterday. Like, if the second your fifth outfielder becomes a distraction, don't you have to just <laughs> let him go? Like, yeah. Can we let this dude go? They DFA'd Florio. I was right. So, that's the end of that. Really put a balloon, a hole in your balloon, huh? <laughs> I just thought they'd keep him. You're like, look, see, they believe in him. No, they're well, giving I didn't, him, I didn't They're giving that. him his shot now. I said they're giving him, I thought they're keeping him on the roster because they didn't want to DFA him. And then they got to the point where they wanted to. <laughs> They were I'm like, hey, okay. I'm like, a day. He pinch ran. They're like, get him the fuck out of here. Get this guy. Get this guy out of here. You can't even look at him on these base pads. Hey, look. You can't predict Brian Cashman. I do have to give Brian Cashman credit, though, because I, if Dominguez comes up by the end of this season, you're going to feel so I'm good I'm going to say something. Team. And I, I'm probably wrong. But there's something about Volpe making the team. And then the first two days of the season, no Hicks, no IKF, running the same lineup out, and then IKF playing over Hicks. I think all of those things, when you look at them individually, they might mean one thing. But when you look at them all together, I think, and this goes back all the way to the playoffs last year, when Boone did not want IKF playing short, and he got his way in the playoffs. There's clearly a contingent of people in that front office that, have that are boon guys. That have overpowered cash. I think there's like a little bit of like a power stroke. Yeah, like I think Boone is really liked and like really like he's a good baseball mind. He's good with the players, and he's your manager. And now they're just doing what Boone's gut. Yeah, is. I kind of think that. I hope so. That's probably better. Cashman and Cashman's just like, like no one's listening to me. But again, I think that's good too because Cashman has built a decent. System, like I mean, when you got guys like Volpe starting, Peraza knocking down the door. But if it was up to Cash, Johnny would be Brito playing. Just knocking dude, Johnny door. Brito, so good. You sent Sears away, which you shouldn't have done because he probably could have been helpful in this rotation. 
And then Jason Dominguez is like the prize at the end. Like, oh. How's he been doing so far? Do we know? Has he played at all? I don't think their seasons have started yet. Well, Triple A started. So I would assume, like, Double A started. He started in Double A. Come on, Jason. Make the Yankees. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, no, I don't think it's started yet. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Oh, he's a Somerset Patriot. How quickly can he get to the big leagues? Just starts mashing the cover off the baseball. DFA Hicks. Play Dominguez every day. What else can you do? Send IKF to the moon. IKF and Hicks are fine when they're the when they're coming in as like your utility guys. Eh. But even that pinch hit for Hicks, I felt like it was. Well, that's my problem. Like, that was if like you would the best you could hope for in Hicks, it was like a gonna, seven pitch strikeout. If you're gonna pinch hit IKF, at least he's gonna put the bat on the ball, and like maybe something happens. But I just know with Hicks, it's like he's either gonna hit a home run, and that's about a seven percent chance, maybe even less. And everything else is just he's either gonna walk or strike out. He just he's looking for a walk. He's not looking. To hit a baseball. He gets, it's hard a lot, to, he gets the walk sometimes. It's hard to be a good hitter when you're not actively trying to hit the baseball. He started with a ball and still struck out on seven pitches. It's crazy. Got the full count, though. Could have walked. Credit Almost. to him. He looked at a pitch. Did he look at it or did he swing? No, he looked at it. Looked yeah, at it and argued, even though it was clearly a strike. <laughs> Which, Might not have been a strike. That Donaldson close. thing. I lost my mind. that home run? Ball was in the zone. If he didn't hit that Called home run, the ball. I'd be already like, get him off the team. Ball was in the zone. Called the ball. Then, looked at a strike in the zone. Called a strike. And he had the nerve to talk to the umpire about the call. I've, I Loser. I, it's probably Chris Carter, but I can't remember a player that gets worked more than Donaldson does. Like, at bat to at bat. Like, pitchers will just, like, absolutely take him apart. You know who gets, like, looks like that a lot? But surprisingly, like, like Trevino. Now, I know he's a catcher and he's supposed to be a light-hitting catcher. <laughs> but, like, his, like, if he gets a single, cool. If he doesn't, he he's getting like, undressed. He like, like he had no idea what was happening. <laughs> like he's just, it's like, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Whoa, you can throw that? Donaldson is like that every at-bat. Yeah. And then he's arguing because he looks bad. You have to, like, what are you talking about? I think I'm- if, like, you gave me... Like, if I got to pitch to Donaldson ten times, he'd probably take me art eight. But those two times I get him out, I bet <laughs> he would... Out looking on three he'd look like, what the... <laughs> yeah, he's bad. He always, here's his comment at bat. Look at strike one. Yes. Foul off strike two, either on a pitch that should have been crushed or... A ball. A pitch out of the zone, yeah. yeah. Strike three looking. <laughs> or... Swing through a pitch out of the zone. No, you know what he does a lot? Uh, the the check swing on the slider in the other batter's box where he clearly went. And then, and then gets around. called out. And then he's like, I didn't swing. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. He doesn't look good up there. Judge is like the complete opposite. Judge only ever has the best at-bats you've ever seen. Like, put it on film and show it to someone. And then Donaldson only has, like, at-bats that you want to quickly I- forget. Aaron Judge might be the greatest baseball player really I've like, ever I mean, I've ever seen. We've been like, saying it since he came. I up. understand Shohei Otani. Actually, Gary Sanchez is number one, but then Judge number two. Do you? I mean, you must remember this. We were having conversations in 2017, talking about how. Do you think in like a hundred years from now, people are going to be talking about Aaron Judge as this mythical figure that, yeah. like, uh, if he goes on to hit like 90 home runs this year, which he's probably not going to, but he's capable of doing that. Are we going to be like? Let's have let's have a little context put around this, just so that you understand where we're, what we're talking about. Aaron Judge, as a ball, baseball player, already has. I mean, he's older. Remember, like he gave he's up thirty. He's thirty right now. But he's got two hundred and twenty-two home runs. So like, if lot. he goes out there and puts up another sixty, he's almost at three hundred. And then all of a sudden, it becomes like a very like he becomes like one of the youngest players to three hundred. It's like, well, how'd you? How'd you do that? So, like, it's just one more prolific season away from, like, he's his pace becomes very quick. 
And then, like, he could play until he's 40. So, like, if he has a couple more 30 and 40 home run seasons in there, he's like a 400 home run guy. That's, like, your starting point. So, like, okay. Looking up the youngest player to 300 home runs. A-Rod. Oh, my God. Do you know how old he was? 27. 27. That's my boy. I love A-Rod. How is he, like... (laughs) Oh, is he never going to be in the Hall of Fame? Not Famer? a Hall of Famer. Because people are retarded. <laughs> 27 years old. Everyone, I was watching, I was telling you the Babe Ruth video I was watching. I watched the second Babe Ruth video where they were saying that it was Bill Burr. And he was essentially making fun of how people think Babe Ruth is great. But like if he played today, he wouldn't be good because like they didn't play with black people. And people didn't know how to throw like fastballs or screwballs and stuff. It's like, yeah, but the playing field was equal. Like, I understand what you're yeah. saying. Like... But well, that's at the why time, his statistics are ridiculously far and away better than anything that's ever happened. That's why happened I since. really like like OPS plus as like a stat because it you can go back and adjust it for the era. And it's like everything. and like Babe Ruth was putting up like a one eighty OPS plus, and it was like yeah, he was that much better than everyone. Well, so like I I don't know. Uh, judge is that though. Who's the youngest player to hit four hundred home runs? Judging by your reaction, it's not someone I should expect. No, it is. It is? Is it A-Rod again? It's A-Rod. <laughs> but the age is what surprised me. Because he was, he was 27 when he hit. Yeah, but then all the shit started It's so, like, happening. you would think, like, if you're 27 when you hit 300, I would have guessed you're, like, 30-31 when you hit 400. And a was like, no, I'm just going to do that at 29. Like, I'm just... <laughs> He was at 400 home runs before he turned he should, 30. Listen, baseball stole the end of his career because he should not only have the most home runs, he should have like 800. He was like a full year younger than Pujols, who's the fastest to do in the NL. That's crazy. But he also came up really young. No, there's not a ton of people to ever hit 400. No, that's a big number. Oh my god. 400 home runs, you start getting to players like, I think Hizeki Matsui is 400. I can, like, here's, there's some good names. Uh, Teixeira, 409. Yep. Soriano, 412. Yeah, for Soriano at 400. That's a big number. Think about that. Soriano played a long time. He was a good player. Piazza, 427. That's a good, he's one of the best hitting catchers of all time. Andrew Jones, Cal Ripken. Oh, these are Hall of Fame players. Beltran, Canerco, Giambi. Giambi close. Bagwell. Bagwell, Hall of Famer. Vlad. Vladdy, Hall of Famer. Nelson Cruz, yep. Carl Yastrzemski, Adam Dunn, Jose Canseco, Winfield, Chipper, yeah. Delgado. Like, these are names. Home runs, like, these are names. Like, okay, so maybe not all of them are Hall of Famers, but like you're like batting 90% Hall of Famers in the 400. And then when you get into the 500s, it's... It's over. You're definitely a Hall of Famer. So Aaron Judge is most likely going to finish... Around 500. He could. He's probably he going to get healthy. to 500, you would think. I think he'd probably get over, but he might not, just based on injuries and stuff, maybe not. All right, wait, so here's an interesting one. I'm trying but, to think how I want to ask you this. But he's pretty much locked that he's the best position player of his era if he does this for another couple years. If he has two oh, or three yeah. more... Like, the Trout and Otani conversation are going to look stupid when their careers are all said and done because Judge's numbers are going to dwarf everyone's. Well, even the Trout stuff, like, we're going to look back on Trout, and you're going to say, wow, Trout was, like, an incredible baseball player, yeah, one of but, the but he, there's not going to be a single thing from his numbers that sticks out as, like, the thing, I don't think. Um, now, Trout already has 351 home runs. Yes. And he's only, like, a year or two older than Judge. So, like, obviously... Is he older? I would have guessed he's, like, the same age. Let's see. He's. Let's see. I would guess he's like thirty right now. He is. Judge just turned thirty, right? I think he's thirty-one. Or is yeah. Judge turning thirty-one? Last year was Trout's age thirty-one. This is his thirty-one season. So Judge is a year young. Not really, because Judge is turning thirty-one in like a couple weeks. Okay. So I think they're both so like they're the same say- age. But, but Judge might finish with But Mike Trout just got diagnosed like, a degenerative back disease that, like, who knows how much longer he'll have in... This is an interesting... So, oh, man. If you could make Jeez. a bet right now... Judge what, is spotted. What are the odds Aaron Judge finishes with finishes more with home more runs, home runs than, Trout. than Trout? Trout has 130 home runs more than Judge. Now, right Trout now. came up at, what, 22? 19. 
His first game was age 19, 2011. He w- he didn't get his rookie status that year, though, right? 2012 was his rookie season? He played season. 40 games. Oh, so I guess that is was his... Did he not win a rookie of the year? Because he probably didn't qualify. He won... No, okay, so he didn't... He, he won rookie of the year in 2012, so okay. he, he must right. not have qualified. So how many home runs did he hit in 2019? Or to, uh, at 19 in 2011? Like six? Five. All right, how many... Tell me how many home runs he hit up until 2017. He went five, then 30, 27, 36, 41, 29, 33. So that's so, almost like 200? Yeah. It's like, probably, one, like 150-ish? It's probably almost 170. Okay. So since then, then, what's what is, and what is this total at? 350. 315? 350. 351. So it's almost take away half. Yep. So take away half his home runs. He's left with another 170. Since then, Judge has out-homered him. Yeah. At a pretty pretty <laughs> good pace. Yeah, Judge, Judge, if you're just going to start the career when Judge got And him. we talk about Judge's injury stuff all the time, but I think Judge is going to hold up more than Mike Trout's going to hold up. I mean, Trout has a lot of injury years in these last few years, yep. too. So, it'll be interesting to see where both those careers end, because... They might be very similar. They might end, like, right around the same number of home and runs. And that just shows how much more prolific Judge was, though, because of the head start that Trout had. Andres Galarraga. How many career home runs do you think he has? I don't know. He was on this list that I was looking at. If you had a guess, Andres Galarraga, the, the best Rocky of all time. <laughs> no, that's Matt Stairs. No. <laughs> he had 399. 399. How do, you not not get, how do you not just get one more? Dude, that's the A-Rod thing. I can't believe he hasn't come back out of retirement yet. Get that? Come on. I think Mr. 3000 is totally going to happen. With A-Rod? With A-Rod is Mr. 700. You're running 696. It's retarded. Four away. Play? How long long would it take A-Rod to hit four home runs? Now, you need a team that's going to be able to give him consistent at-bats. Play for the A's. But the problem is that's a big ballpark. There's a better team. The Reds would be a way better ballpark. Oh, yeah. The Reds, they did it with Griffey. (laughs) No, Griffey wasn't as old as A-Rod. The Orioles would be a good team. A little veteran leadership. They bring that there. they bring that left field fence all the way Wait back in. Like, yeah, bring that back in. <laughs> Let A-Rod take a few shots at it. Could his... Do you think he could do it? Yes! Oh my god, of course. I don't know, his bat speed. He's gonna run into a few pit... Think of the pitchers that have come in just for the Giants. Like, that... Like It happens all around the league. Especially if he started now. Like The thing like, is, I think he'd still play pretty good defense. Like, don't play him at third. Play him at, like, second. He'd probably be a pretty damn good second baseman. <laughs> like, you're probably going to get gold glove level defense. It's hilarious thing, though. I would DH him. How old is he? He's almost 50, probably. He's 48, 7 or 8. And he's 47. Look. If he if he does it before fifty, I have no doubt he could knock six home runs in a full season of play. I mean, it'd be the coolest thing ever. Like every time he did it, you should. If there's a documentary crew right now, you you pitch a Rod Diddy like, hey, get yourself in shape. Get yourself in shape next year. We're doing this. You get seven home runs, or no, maybe not even next year. I like, even stop. Get yourself ready days. for like the trade deadline this year, and teams that are like selling off. But they still want to sell tickets in the second half of the year. You bring in a Rod for chasing down seven hundred, and I'm not even stopping at seven hundred. Like I'm going, go for Babe Ruth, yeah, seven fifteen. <laughs> no, he had seven. Barry Bonds is seven sixty two. I'm staying for the next eight years. <laughs> Someone give me a ten year contract. <laughs> I ain't going anywhere. Go over the all. I mean, why? Listen, age is undefeated in sports, but why? He's going to see enough bad pitching where he, he's going to bat 140. But he'll hit 10 home runs. And that's the draw. Like, everyone's going to come in. Like, these shit teams, are, like Tampa. Tampa's good. Even still, they'll get more audience. People just coming to see A-Rod trying to hit those home runs. 
That'd be something Tampa would do. I could see Tampa being like, <laughs> A-Rod's here. Like, we don't have any position players anyway. We only care about pitching. Sure, A-Rod, you can play. So, yeah, that's that. Yeah. 